Hello and welcome back into the Y2K Pop Universe. My name is Justin and every week I break down a song from an album and I'm going to be doing this for albums that came out in the Y2K Pop boom which is roughly around 1999 to 2007. So every week we've got a new song covering the singles, the album tracks, the remixes, all that good stuff. This week we are continuing our deep dive into Ashley Simpson's debut album, Autobiography. Uh, We're already on single three and the album's final single for the project. And it's track four of the Autobiography album. Yes, today we're talking about Lala. So while this project did start off like a rocket, autobiography would quickly fall after Ashley's SNL incident in 2004 where it was discovered that she was lip syncing the entire set. Uh, Pieces of Me and Shadow, those were the first two singles. Now they were solid pop songs. The former was a mega hit, while the latter did not do as well, but it did do a great job at establishing Ashley's story as an artist. Not only was the SNL incident bad because of the lip syncing, it also made Team Simpson look worse in the media. Ashley, in a panic, blamed the band for playing the wrong song, which is ironic because actually they stepped in, started playing Pieces of Me, and they did allow Ashley to save some face. You know, she still had been caught, but they did step in and try to help her out a little bit. Uh, but then management actually clarified that uh, Ashley had been advised by medical staff to lip sync because of vocal issues. But then why wouldn't you just push the appearance back? So it all turned into a big mess. Ultimately, here is the problem when it comes to marketing yourself, quote unquote, real in the music industry. There's always been a huge push for authenticity in the music industry since who can even remember. But this theme was definitely pushed even harder in the pop music world, specifically when Britney Spears began her ascent to stardom. Many artists who were her peers did everything they could to separate themselves from being compared to Britney Spears. Now, to be fair, the media did pit these artists together because they were young women. So it only made sense for artists that came after Britney or had a similar fan base to Britney to differentiate themselves as much as possible, stressing that they either totally sing live, totally wrote their own lyrics, totally had control of their own style, etc, etc, etc. Ashley's entire TV show run was to show how much different she was than her sister Jessica, who was the squeaky pop blonde girl, and definitely differentiated herself from Britney as well. Uh, She was determined to show that she was real and authentic and she was not uh, Jessica or Britney wannabe whatsoever. Thus, why the fallout from SNL was 10 times worse than it really should have been. Also, America had just finished lambasting Janet Jackson in early 2004 for the Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction. So now they had a new star to take out their angst on. All of this to say it had an impact on Lala's charting and success. Now, for the song itself, it's actually one of my top three Ashley Simpson songs. I just simply love it. I love how the song starts extremely powerful. 
She sounds great on the track. Her vocals are gritty, and since the song is a euphemism for rough S-E-X, it does serve the mood well. Uh, I think she really gets into character. Uh, And that's another thing for me. I love when a song is playful with sexuality, kind of like If You See Gay Me by Britney Spears. I was 17 years old when Lala came out, so of course I thought it was a bit naughty. But as a little gay boy, it helped me identify with my sexuality a little bit more and the song builds up power and has a fantastic bridge that really elevates the song to the next level i love the bridge so much Uh, i would totally play it but i'm actually recording this episode for um Spotify, Apple, and also YouTube. Yes, there is a video component to this. So if you're watching this on YouTube, hello. Um, But if you're just sitting on to the podcast, you know, sometimes I'll sneak in a little audio here and there. But I don't want to get copyright strikes, so just go listen to Lala. Take my word for it. Um, There are a couple of remixes to the song. The CD single in the UK, they had a remix, the Sharp Boys remix, which is, you know, it's pretty good. But if you do some digging around, you'll actually find that there's a remix done by Fernando Garibay, which totally transforms the song into like an indie pop song. Kind of like it reminded me of Hot Chip a little bit in 2005. And there's actually additional lyrics on this remix. And here's a sample of some of the uh, remix lyrics. I can be your river. Watch me flood out all the room. What? She was getting a little crazy. And as an aside, Fernando Garibay is a record producer who worked with Ricky Martin, Enrique Iglesias, Lady Gaga, and Britney Spears. So this was definitely an interesting treat. And I think this was done uh, before he worked with all those artists, I think. But as far as live performances go, well, you can't talk about Lala without mentioning the Orange Bowl incident. So in 2005, January 2005, Ashley performed this on the halftime show for the Orange Bowl. Um, The performance was interesting. Uh, I was not a personal fan of the punk meets football theme, but, you know, it was harmless fun. Now, there were some technical difficulties with the audio, but she did it live, and it sounded decent. But sadly, the entire stadium booed, Uh, and it was covered on the Ashley Simpson show as well. Now, was the performance really deserving of that kind of reception? Absolutely not. But was America hell-bent on hating Ashley Simpson? Absolutely, yes. Um, This wasn't her target audience. And to be, you know, completely honest, she had kind of, in a way, been overexposed by this point. We had two back-to-back seasons of The Ashley Simpson Show, the SNL fallout. I do think that America was just hungry for hate. I I really do. Um, Had there never been an SNL incident, La La probably would have performed much better. Uh, It reached number 86 on the Billboard charts, though, which is amazing considering there was not a CD single released in America. In comparison, Shadow reached number 57. Um, So I do think that Lala would have done better had there been no SNL incident. Now, that's not to say that Lala did not have an impact. I do think that Ashley Simpson's career definitely set the ground for the newer stars to come, like Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez. And speaking of Demi Lovato, uh, Demi actually had Ashley Simpson on stage, which I thought was super cool. Just recently in 2022, they did a cover of Lala together, and the audience went wild. And I just think how amazing to see that... 
the public is still ready for Ashley Simpson. Like, if Ashley Simpson wanted to make a comeback album, totally pop punk, I would so be here, and I think many others would as well. So this just goes to show you the impact of Lala and Ashley Simpson is very real. Now, I'm happy that despite the SNL incident, we did get one more single off of Autobiography. Um, Although there were many contenders for more singles, I'm sure Ashley and the record label saw the writing on the wall and they let Lala be the swan song for Autobiography. Interesting to note, the third single was actually meant to be the title track, Autobiography, but because that song was associated with SNL and that was the second song that she was going to perform, they just didn't even want to be in that realm anymore. So that was that. Um, and that sadly ends Autobiography's singles journey. But don't be too sad. We've still got eight more tracks to cover from this album. And this is when the album gets really, really good. So thank you for joining me on another episode of Y2K Pop Universe. Next week, we are covering track five, Love Makes the World Go Round, which is another one of my favorites. So I can't wait for that. But until then, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts on Y2K Pop Universe. Watch me on YouTube, Y2K Pop Universe. If you need the visuals, email me at y2kpopuniverse at gmail.com or even find me on Instagram. Guess what? It's y2kpopuniverse.com. Once again, my name is Justin and thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a good day. Bye!